0: This podcast may contain adult themes and language and may not be suitable for those under 18. Please note that we are not professionals, just individuals who have lived with addiction in many forms and have found support and relief through various means of therapy and recovery. We do not speak for and are not allied with any recovery or self-help program. All of the things discussed on this podcast are from our own opinions and from our own experiences. Two, two here from insanity. Ah, <laughs> uh, hi everybody. Hello, hello. We're super excited because oh, we have like an actual microphone now. It's staring right at us. It's sitting right there in the middle of the table. Sitting pretty. <laughs> um, yeah. Just from context, this is from like when I was an angsty high schooler and would like. Record songs in my bedroom alone. It was a real fun game trying to get the cord to connect to the computer. Oh, yeah. We had a whole time with it. Uh, Just like more wiggling, more waggling. We got it to connect and now we are not going to touch it. No, absolutely not. <gasps> Never putting our hands in this we microphone cannot, ever again. Cannot anger the microphone. Haley, do you want to say a little smidgen about yourself? Maybe about like your week? It's been like a week. It's been like yeah. last time we recorded was before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm, you know, I'm Haley, I'm 22. I've actually had a pretty decent week, which is interesting because I'm sure like a few days ago, I was saying I had a really hard week. I guess it's both. I don't know. Hard can be like a learning thing though. Oh yeah. So like hard doesn't mean bad. Hard doesn't mean bad. I have learned a lot recently. Um, I'm just really excited to finally be recording again. Me too. Me too. I like, we were so excited when we like, started talking about this. We actually were on like this crazy back road sort of adventure to try and pick up Hayla's bridesmaid dress for her friend's wedding. And we were like, Hey, this could be fun. Should we do this? And then we literally recorded like that night. Oh yeah. I remember like the rush during the finished episode. Oh God, it was like a drug hit. It was sweet, sweet dopamine. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then Thanksgiving happened and I know I started to get anxious. I was like, I really want to get back in on this. I want to mm-hmm. like get going. Um, yeah. So it feels really good. Yeah. To be back. We'll be able to sketch this out. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Sundays could be a good day. Sundays are a great day before we go back to the work week. No, no. <laughs> Say it doesn't sell no. huh? <laughs> Oh, okay. And hi, I'm Emma. This is Emma's voice here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have had, I've had like a pretty baller weekend. Yeah. Which has been pretty dope. I feel kind of like, I don't know, like an interesting person, I guess. Because <laughs> I, I did a lot. I like went to a, a pun competition. Oh my God. You came. I did. I uh, uh, We went a to a fun. pun competition on um, Friday night. <sighs> and then we played... Some board games with new friends until like one in the morning, which was way past my bedtime. (laughs) And then we lost water. Oh my God. That was so stressful. We lost water in our house. There was a water main break. Oh yeah. That morning I went to work and the entire, like most of the street we live off of was fluted, completely flooded. It was bad. Like 30 inches of flood water from a water main break. Um, and so we had like a water boil advisory, which happens from time to time where we live mm-hmm. um, because <laughs> uh, we're under sea level. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> works. <laughs> Nothing works. Ever. <laughs> we cannot bury our dead in the ground. Fuck. <laughs> um, and yeah. And so the, and basically the water boil advisory basically means that there's probably poop in the water. I forgot about this this morning and I brushed my teeth with it and with the toothbrush in my mouth. Oh, like, no! I wonder what I'm eating right now. Um, oh, just rubbing it right in your gut. <laughs> right like just mainlining that bacteria. Oh, my God. It didn't taste any different. It didn't look any different. You know, maybe I'll be fine. At least it didn't look any different. I had a friend over the other day, like when the water first came back on and he had turned the faucet and like it was gray coming out at first. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. It was not good. Oh no. It was terrifying. I mean, um, the if you tried to like turn the faucets on, it was like, oh oh, yeah, it makes that noise. It's like, yeah. It was like the death rattle of our plumbing system. It sounded like a death rattle. Like our the death of our plumbing system. Oh, which I'm was, sure it, it has been begging for it. This is a very old house. It's old. I love it, though. Me I too. Love house. Oh, it's so nice. I love our house. Um, yeah, and then last night I went to a gala, which was super fancy um, and a lot of fun. And there was so much food. So much good food, which for somebody who, like, never spends money <laughs> on nice restaurants, that was pretty sick. Yeah, I, I can relate to that good food experience. I had a lot of really good seafood today. Ugh, oysters. Oh, I had really great oysters. They were big. They What's were, the rule about oysters? You're, like, not supposed to eat them in certain months, but it's like an old wives' tale. I have no idea, to be honest. I don't remember either. I mean, they just set them up down in front of me, and every measure of common sense left my body. I went feral on these little guys <laughs> and just slurped up as much as... Those of the, little ocean boogers. Those little ocean boogers slurped up as many of them as I could. Um... It was excellent. Did they have the the the, the fancy sauce or whatever where it's oh. like the vinegar and the diced up onion? Oh, yes, they did. It was divine. That's how you know it's like a fancy place. Yeah. Oh, when they've wonderful. got the fancy vinegar and onion stuff. Oh. <sighs> okay. Love yeah. that. So we're just here to talk about a couple things. And, and these things are <laughs> self-care and self-soothing. What are they? What's the difference? How does it fit into my life? Haley, how does it fit into my life? I don't know. I'm still figuring that out for myself. Yeah, it's a daily practice. It's a oh, daily yeah. practice. And that's kind of what we do here. We talk about things that we are trying to implement in our life, you know, um, but we <laughs> uh, don't always do a good job, but we're just practicing. We're just people and we're just trying to get better um, and be less clinically depressed, um, less extreme. One day dangerous. at a time. <laughs> yeah. One day at a time. We're, we're just focusing on, you know, the process, not the end result. Yeah. 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 Let's hit up that, that, that baggage carousel. Let's go check out that emotional baggage claim. Absolutely. Um, can I start off with explaining how I view self-care and self-soothing? I love it. So here is kind of how I see it. I don't know if I'd call this a metaphor, but I would say that self-soothing is like treating the symptoms And self-care is like treating the disease, the source of the symptoms itself. And you may only have the resources for one. You may need both. Mm -hmm. You may need both at different times in different contexts. And that's fine. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit more about like the difference between treating like the symptom and the illness? Okay. So in the concept of... Yeah. Just like explain that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I know what it means, but everyone might not. So when I say treating the symptoms, I mean, let's say you have the flu... And wait, what's something you can actually? A bacterial infection. Okay. If you have a bacterial infection, you could take like Advil or Tylenol or something for the pain. Look at you with your science, <laughs> but it's that yeah. chemistry degree. It's just really <laughs> serving you right now. Oh my. <laughs> you can take painkillers for the pain, but it's not going to kill the bacteria that's infecting you.
1: Yeah, and you can take
0: ibuprofen, which is going to help break the fever. Yeah. Do you get fever with bacterial infections? Oh, if they're really, really bad, yeah. Yeah, I see. I never get fevers. (laughs) Like, I've had strep throat and not had a fever. I get fevers when I'm stressed. (laughs) (laughs) I get them all the time. (sighs) Um, And then when you finally take that antibiotic, you're treating the disease itself. And when the disease is gone, you won't really have to treat the symptoms. Unfortunately, in recovery... That disease probably won't really go away. No, it doesn't really go away. We just learned like different um, and better ways to manage it. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start us? Okay. Um, I What's will talk- your experience? Well, I was definitely a very self-soothing person for a while. Originally, I would self-soothe in ways that were not ideal. Tell me. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the name of the bar itself, but going to <laughs> bars until six in the morning and stumbling home in the daylight Um, Oh, familiar Casual sex was self-soothing That was a fun one, fun habit to break Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with with casual sex Oh, the way I was doing it was pretty bad for me It was basically self-harm You were using sex like self-harm Yeah, and self-harm felt like self-soothing for me at the time Dark Yeah (laughs) Dark Oh my god Let me make a note to bring that to my therapist next Sunday Yeah, let her know But, you know, now people, I feel like a common conception of self-care is like, you know, taking that bubble bath or putting on that face mask and that's more self-soothing. And for me, self-care was finally making that appointment with a therapist, you know, finally going to recovery spaces on a regular basis and, you know, speaking my mind and paying attention to my feelings, giving them space. Yeah. A million percent. Like my, um... My friend always says that like self-care isn't bubble baths and face masks. Self-care is doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, self-care is making sure you've clean underwear. Oh, yeah. Self-care is calling and making that doctor's appointment or opening the mail. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy to let the mail pile up and just not look at it and pretend that it's fine and like i have gotten slammed with some pretty stupid bills like medical bills because yeah back when i was out there drinking i like wrecked my ankle or <laughs> you know wrecked my back or did something to wreck myself yeah. and i uh, had to go to hospital uh, which I was completely incapable of admitting was because I had been drinking. <laughs> like, I'd be in the ER like, no, uh, I'm not drinking. I had like two drinks. It's like, whatever, it's fine. I'm better now. At least, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine, fine. I promise. It's Everything's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm literally still dealing with the bill from that and that was in 2016, oh, but shit. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We live the world we live in. Yeah, I Um, straight up got sent to collections mm, for a bill. Damn. Um, Because I wouldn't open my mail. Yeah. See, this makes me think of a really great rule that I learned in terms of happiness, but I think applies much more to genuine self-care called the one minute rule. Uh. Where if something takes a minute or under a minute, just do it right then and there. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's like... You know, making the bed before you leave for work Yeah, takes one minute and has an effect on your mood. You always make your bed. Oh yeah, it's my favorite thing. It is my favorite thing to do. It's so bizarre to me. And for me, my issue is laundry. Yeah. It takes me one minute to put up a few jackets I have lying around the room. And I feel so much better after it's done. And I just, there's so much space in my head left over for important things when I'm not worrying about all the clutter, when I'm not worrying about mail I haven't opened or emails I haven't read, you know, just not ignoring those mundane daily things Yeah, that are so easy to just sit down and do. And for me, that's a lot of self-care. And I mean, something that like always comes up for me when it comes to self-care, 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 la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> moving right past that, one of the things that always comes up for me whenever I think about self-care is like, honestly, like battling the healthcare system here in America. Yeah. Um, cause it is exhausting and it is so disheartening. Like I remember when I, um, got sober, I literally was like going crazy, mm-hmm. and I called this doctor, and I was like, "Look, I'm not asking for Valium, I'm not asking for Xanax. I just need my antidepressants. Like, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, and I'm like on the phone crying with this doctor, um, because I, I just, I, I needed some chemical support. Oh, definitely. That wasn't booze. Uh huh. Um, or other fine powdery substances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> and, um, it was devastating. It was so hard. And like the hoops I had to jump through, you know, oh, yeah. like I didn't have health insurance at this time. You know, I had just gotten a new job and I was making barely too much to still qualify for my Medicaid. So I lost my Medicaid. hmm and I didn't have health insurance. And so I had to go to this clinic and the, the the process to get to a psychiatrist, to get that prescription was I had to go, I had to make a primary care doctor appointment, which was three weeks out. Yeah. And then once I made that primary care doctor appointment, I got a referral to a social worker. And then I had to meet with a social worker for my like the pre-papers oh or whatever. God. And then once I met with the social worker, then I could make the appointment with the psychiatrist. And that appointment was like two, three months out. Yeah. That's something I'm struggling with right now too. Yeah. I was waiting until what, March yeah. to see a psychiatrist. Yeah, And that's also because of a lot of insurance bullshit I've experienced. And oh, also you were there for this. Um, because of insurance bullshit, I could no longer take my hormonal medication. Yeah, it's been fun here. And went absolutely batshit goddamn insane. Yep. (laughs) And uh, we're looking at- It was pretty intense. You were just like crying. Oh, I was sobbing all the time. And I was really angry at things that didn't make sense. And I was really angry at myself. Yeah. And I just, I love you so much, United States Healthcare System. Thank you so much for all of this. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm really excited- my most recent act of self-care was sitting down and getting my insurance sorted out with work. And it's going to kick in on Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Fucking Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's the medication. You need to not go fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm, not have an unwanted pregnancy. I'm, yeah. Oh my it's God. It's crazy. It's crazy. How much I needed that little pill. Oh my God. It's, wow. Uh, yeah. And it's just absolute garbage. And like, I so I went through all that psychiatrist stuff, maybe oh God, like almost three years ago at this point. And I recently had to get a new therapist because my old therapist, she like started a new job and couldn't work with me anymore, which was absolutely devastating because I had done so much work with her. Yeah. And I loved her. You know, she was a huge part of like my early recovery. Yeah. And I could not find. A, I, I couldn't find somebody who was taking new clients that was in network, mm-hmm. you know, and it was devastating. Like Haley was here and I got rejected. Well, I guess it's not rejection, but it feels like rejection. Yeah. Honestly, o- over 14 times. Ugh. And when I finally made the, the, the call and was talking to um, the woman who I'm now seeing, And I said, before I tell you anything, can you just tell me if you're taking clients and what your availability is? Yeah. And not even kidding you, when she said, yeah, I am taking clients right now, I literally just started sobbing on the phone with her. Oh, yeah. Because it was such a stressful process. It was horrible. And then it was hard too, because then I started working with her and it just made me miss my old therapist so much. Yeah. It's hard to start over from day one after years working with somebody. Yeah. You know, it's like, here's a PowerPoint of all of my trauma and all the work that I've done. Like, let's just get this ball rolling again. Yeah. It it reminds me of like, uh, when you start dating somebody and you just want to get to the comfortable part where you can fart in front of each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to skip to the good part, but like also the getting to know you part is also a good part. So, yeah, self-care versus self-soothing. I think that they can look really, really similar. Yeah. God, he's staying with me. Oh, cutie pie. You know how, like, the cat will, they'll, they'll sometimes, like, come up to you, and then they don't stay, but he's staying. He's staying. Oh, there's a little snuffle-up, I guess. He just wants to hang out and be included. He does. He's a good boy. Um, I think it's really easy to think that they're, like synonyms. Like it's really yeah. easy to think that they're interchangeable. And there's absolutely value to both of them. Oh, yeah. You know, like self soothing, sometimes that's what you need if you've had a really bad day. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I've had a really bad day and I just want a McDonald's Sunday. Oh, I was just about to say fast food. <laughs> oh my, the other day I came home from work and I was so, so tired. I said, you know what, fuck this. And I got a bunch of chicken nuggets and I plopped my butt down on the couch and watched anime. Like I was about dun- to say, what anime did you watch? Oh, it's a, I don't know how to say my it. My Netflix a- has been ruined because Listen. all it does is suggest animes now. You're welcome. <laughs> my taste in anime is really good. Uh-huh. But I just needed that day to sit on the couch and not do anything and not think. Yeah. And just be a goddamn weeaboo. For four hours straight. Jesus Christ. It was great. What's that song that we discovered? So on our way to the pun competition, Haley took over the the DJing. Oh. And she starts playing this song. And I was like, Haley, what? It's noticed by Moe Shop. Gonna give her a shout out. It's a fucking banger. It was awful. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And she like... It was in your Spotify most played, right? It was my top song with over seven hundred plays. Don't look at me. So over seven hundred plays, Haley. Do you want to tell? Tell you want to do some quick math for us and let's uh, let the people know how many about, times. Oh, twice a day, which makes sense. And realistically, oh my god, this cat is purring so hard. I can feel it vibrating on He's my such lap. A good boy. You are. You just love. Oh my God, I can't do the baby. I can't do the animal baby talk on here. (laughs) It's humiliating. We all do it. Yeah, I know, but it's like a private thing. It's private talk. It's our private time. (laughs) You're interrupting my private time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Hey, will we tell that story just for shits and giggles? Okay, so, you know, Emma, this was when we first moved in and I was with our third roommate and we were... We didn't know each other that well then. We didn't know each other that well then and we had just eaten Chinese food Emma was gone and my third roommate and I were on our bullshit and you know, we had, en- we knew she was coming home soon and we had finally engineered the situation where, uh, I don't remember what Brandon was doing, but I- he was taking a video and I was crouching down like an insane spider with a baseball cap backwards pulled over my nose. So my <laughs> eyes were barely visible through the little hole in the back. And I made just a gruesome face and Emma comes through the door and sees us. And I turn around very slowly and say, you're interrupting our private time. And, um, yeah, that's that story. It, I don't think it's as funny. without the context. It's really not. It's really not. <laughs> it was just bizarre. And it, here's the thing. I can't tell you guys how many times that I've come home and they are watching like meme compilations <laughs> on the TV. Like, you know self soothing self soothing <laughs> that's just, what it is sometimes you need the means ah yeah. yeah and also there are times where you know maybe the self-care you need is not accessible to you either financially or in any other way if you can't get that self-care yeah speaking of the garbage healthcare system yeah, like if exactly. you need professional support if you need a psychiatrist if you need a, a therapist i mean it it's so difficult and they really make it hard Help yourself. They Mm -hmm. make it really hard to self-advocate. And if you're already coming from a place of like sort of being beaten down and exhausted, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But if you're already coming from this like really depressed place, you know, and I Mm -hmm. don't use that word lightly, like because both of us suffer from like clinical depression. Mm -hmm. Um and if (laughs) I have too many animals. They're all just being so cute right now. Oh, look at him. Um yeah, and if if you're already coming from that place, it can be so it, it just feels impossible. Yeah. And each each like like you said rejection, each roadblock that falls in place on that journey to trying to get what you desperately need sometimes feels like another nail in the coffin. Yeah.
1: And yeah, you're like, oh does. my God,
0: here's a sign. I'm not going to make it through this. Yeah. Here's a sign. This is a sign that this, this is it, that I'm not going to get better and that it's impossible. And that's a really hard place to come back from. And I've been there mm-hmm. and you've been there. Yeah. And it's so, it, it it's like truly viscerally painful. Yes. And yeah, just the only thing you can do is just take care of yourself, self-soothe while you can. Mm-hmm any way you can, as long as you're not hurting yourself or others. Yes. Big, big condition there. (laughs) Big condition. And yeah. And, and just keep trying. Like it took me a month to find a new therapist. Yeah. And like, I would get the courage and I would call like five people in one day. And a lot of them wouldn't call me back. And the people that did call me back would tell me no. And I just kept calling. And so I would like get this burst of inspiration. And I would call a bunch of people and then I'd get no, no, no. And then maybe the next week I would call a bunch more and then I would call more after that. And eventually it worked out and I'm really grateful. And I'm coming from a place of privilege where Mm -hmm. I have health insurance. Now I have access to a car. I have access to, you know, regular paychecks and I can afford to pay my I can afford to pay my $25 copay four times a month, yeah. you know? And so like all of that is a privilege. It absolutely is. But I can tell you that when I first got into therapy, I was I like, I had a grant as a trauma survivor. And there was like this grant in the city that we live in, where if you're a survivor of a certain type of trauma, you got free counseling. Yeah. So like it's out there. And it it is hard to find sometimes, but it is absolutely out there. And unfortunately it takes a lot more persistence than a lot of us feel like we have. Yeah. But once you get to that point, like you can sit down and be fucking proud of yourself. Yeah. And because that's the difference. Like Mm -hmm. that's how, that's how we break the cycle. That's how we break the cycle of stigmatized mental illness and, you know, Like our last episode of uh, one of our last episodes, I can't remember. It was two episodes ago of romanticizing the hot messness, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's how we, we can get past that is you just have to keep trying and it sounds impossible and it is impossible. Like truly I get that. Um, but if you keep going, you just have to take it one day at a time. Sometimes one hour, I've literally taken it one minute at a time. Yeah before, you know, and if it feels completely hopeless, try to reach out to somebody and just share your hopelessness. Like, I know I always felt like I was a burden, Mm -hmm. but part of my self-care now is opening up to people in my life who I love when I feel really awful. Yeah. And just letting people know because that takes some of the power away. It really does. And, you know, there's such a sense of camaraderie in that because we're all... It's really powerful. For me, at least, it's really powerful that I have this community of people and we are all... We are all dissatisfied with different areas of our life and we are all trying to better it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, it's... There's so much understanding there. I feel like we have this incredible resource, like this oasis, yeah, to tap into. Yeah. You know, whatever it feels like truly hopeless. Yeah. Like I always say that I'm so grateful that I needed recovery. Like I came, I came into recovery like a beat dog with my tail between my legs, just like yeah. like emotionally, physically, spiritually, psychologically dying. Yeah. You know? And now I have this incredible community, and I'm so grateful for that gift of desperation. Like, I'm so grateful that it got bad enough that I needed this. Yeah, I think about it every time I find myself, you know, feeling bad again. And I I remember just how bad it was before I found recovery. Yeah. And how I felt like I couldn't tell anybody about it, and all I could do is cry in my car. Yeah because you didn't want to be a burden. No, I didn't want to be a burden yeah. and I felt like I didn't deserve to be helped cuz I got myself into this mess, like it was so toxic. And even on top of that too, like the thing for me is I don't deserve this help there are people worse off. Yeah. You know, or like, oh, I I'm I'm a fake, like I'm not actually. I the imposter I, syndrome. Yeah. I get that so bad sometimes and whenever it's really bad for me, I reach out and talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Because, you know, cognitively, I know that's not the case. Yeah. But it helps. To phone a friend. (laughs) To phone a friend. To phone a friend. (sighs) Yeah. So that's our take on self-care and self-soothing. Yeah. It's important. I'm surprised we had so much to talk about. I'm not. (laughs) I feel like most things we do are either self-care or self-soothing. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. I need it every day all the time. I I need it all the time, every day. Constantly. Never stop. No. (laughs) Keep it going, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. So Haley, do you have anything that you're grateful for this week? Let's conclude with some gratitudes. There There we go. Oh God. I'm really grateful for something I did today. Something I've been working on for a while. Where I wouldn't call it reconnecting, but I'm putting to bed some pretty upsetting feelings and experiences left over from my last relationship. But I've actually, I'm grateful for my own efforts and for, you know, the effort my ex is putting in to us putting to bed a lot of anger and fear and sadness. i um, not with any particular goal in mind, but I'm very grateful for the intent and all the work that we've been doing And it's nice. Like, it's the first time I've seen and felt that effort in him and myself to really want to make it better and do what we can to feel less completely shitty about everything that happened. So That's nice. Also, I'm grateful for some oysters I had today. Um, I'm grateful that I got out of the city before the football traffic and that I didn't get caught in that. Where were you? I was uh, a... are we in- Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm also really thankful for the discount that he has with the restaurant group he works for. <laughs> Haley, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Haley, yes. <laughs> grateful for those ocean buggers. Those ocean buggers, so salty and gooey. I oh. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> No. 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 It's a big old no. What are you grateful for, Emma? What am I grateful for? I am grateful for honestly this weekend. Like this weekend, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I tried to take a nap and I had nightmares, so that sucked. But it's fine. Mm. Um. But I had a beautiful weekend. Yeah. Um. I mean, we made some new friends on Friday night, like a friend of a friend. Yeah. And they all came over here, even though we didn't have water. <laughs> <laughs> and we all played video, uh, not video games. We all played board games. Um, And we played like this game, Secret Hitler, that we're all obsessed with. Oh, it's with. so fun. It's so much fun. And it, it was just so great. And then the next day I had like million things happen but I got to go to that gala and I got all dressed up yeah and you looked so pretty Thank you. and it was so much fun and I got to go and eat all that fancy food and just like take pictures and it was just it was so nice and yeah. I was with my friends uh yeah and then today I got to show up for a friend in the program and we did some really great work together and oh, yeah and, oh I'm super excited to go to bed again <laughs> I'm super excited to take a shower. A shower. <laughs> Don't drink the water in the shower. I'm so excited that our toilet flushes. Oh my God. I'm so uh, grateful to have a working toilet. I'm grateful for running water. <laughs> truly, truly, <laughs> truly. It was traumatic not having water. It was terrible. We couldn't go to the bathroom. I, all I wanted that morning was to just take... I would. You know what I did that night? It was so late. I couldn't go to a friend's house to take a shit. I went to a bar. You went to a bar just to poop? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I did. It didn't feel great. (laughs) I wish I could put into words the feeling that I had walking in, knowing I was just going there to use that bathroom and I was going to leave. Well, well, there we go. Self-care and self-soothing. Take a shit in a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Maybe not, actually. (laughs) It's fine. No, uh be resourceful. Be resourceful. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Um and uh uh, uh live don't, your truth. Don't hold it in physically and emotionally. No. Don't be so anal retentive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Recovery isn't for people who need it. It's not even for people who want it. It's for people that do it. If you're interested in recovery, please seek it out at a local level in your area. We promise it'll be there waiting for you. It works works if you work work it. it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for listening.